welcome Oddie Body Fam to the Weight There's More podcast, where we celebrate body acceptance and liberation. Get ready to unsubscribe from social standards and embrace your authentic self. Each episode is a deep dive into the world of self-acceptance, empowerment, and redefining beauty. Weight There's More is your go-to podcast for discovering the beauty within and embracing authenticity. So buckle up, babes, and get ready to embark on a transformative journey towards total body liberation. Hello, my Oddie Body fam, and welcome back to another episode of Wait, There's More. Today is a solo episode. It is just me, Lane, and today we're going to talk about something that is very, very timely, which is setting up boundaries for the upcoming holiday season. Now, the holidays are a joyous time, right? We are so filled with love and laughter and good food, but for many of us, it also brings on some very unwelcome challenges, and some of those challenges are things like body shaming and judgment, and we've all been there, right? (laughs) We have been around the dinner table when maybe your mom or your auntie or even, you know, anyone anyone that's come along to dinner has the audacity, (laughs) the audacity to make remarks about our bodies or our food choices. And it can really feel like we're being picked apart. And that is really not okay. When I think back about my own personal experiences, I'm very fortunate to not really have a core memory or a situation that I can recall around the holiday period where what I was eating or the way that I looked was being commented on, right? However, that has happened to me outside of holiday seasons where, you know, I might be going for a second plate and being questioned if I really need it or being questioned if I really need to eat dessert. And I can strongly recall this one experience that I had where my family and I, we were out at a restaurant and it was, I believe, like lunchtime and my mum's boyfriend had left the table. He had taken my brother and my sister somewhere. So it was just my mum and I, and I was still eating. Everyone else had finished their meals. We'd probably been sitting there for another maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I was eating and eating and eating. And I remember her distinctly asking me, are you not done? Like, how can you not be full? And the shame that just washed over me. I swear to God, I had a chip that I just was about to put in my mouth that I just put back on the plate. (laughs) I probably was about, I'd say 11 or 12 at this stage. And I don't want you to hold anything against my mum. We have a great relationship now. And this was during a period where, uh, you know, she herself has experienced a whole life of dieting and diet culture. So please, no judgment there. I just wanted to merely share my one of my experiences when it came to the choices of food that I was putting into my body. Uh, I was also extremely young at that point as well. And so it really, it ingrained this messaging that I should be full if I finished what's on my plate. 
And it's quite interesting because the other end of that messaging as well, for me growing up around the dinner table, and I'm sure many of us have experienced this too, is that you weren't allowed to leave the dinner table unless you had finished absolutely everything on your plate, regardless if you were full or not. So that really taught me from a young age to ignore my body's natural cues. And I still struggle with this today because I haven't had the best relationship with food. And so that made it extremely difficult growing up for me to regulate when I was full, when I should stop eating. Um, Because, yeah, again, if you're full but your plate's still full, then you need to keep going. And that's a really unhealthy mentality to have when it comes to your relationship with food. And so I just wanted to share that experience with you because how do we protect ourselves going forward? How do we set up boundaries against these types of comments? And I think the first step is to really understand that you have every right to set up boundaries. Your body is your own and no one else has the right to comment on it. And it's certainly not rude to stand up for yourself. And it's certainly not your responsibility to make others feel comfortable at the expense of your own comfort. I just want to repeat that. (laughs) Your body is your own and no one else has the right to comment on it. It is not rude to stand up for yourself. And it is not your responsibility to make other people feel comfortable at the expense of your own comfort. Now, one strategy is to prepare, really prepare for responses ahead of time. If someone makes a remark about your weight or what you're eating, you can say something like, you know, I, I appreciate your concern, but I'm happy with, with my choices and I'd prefer not to discuss my body. And you don't have to be confrontational, but being firm and clear can really set up a healthy boundary. Now, Amanda Martinez, who on Instagram is your underscore body underscore is underscore good on Instagram has a fabulous post about how to handle the holidays with phobic friends and family members. And I really love these responses because they're categorized in three ways. You can respond nicely. You can respond with a little bit of spice or you can be cold. So we've got nice spice or ice. (laughs) And I just love that. And an example of this is when someone comments on what you're putting on your plate, for example, we have a nice response, which is, well, I didn't drive all this way to eat a salad. And then we have the spicy response, which is, oh, I'm sorry. I did not think that my food choices were any of your business because they're not. (laughs) And then we have the ice response, which is basically where you just stare at them, scream rude and then continue to load your plate whilst also staring at them, which is probably the option that I would go down. (laughs) But I love all of these because they're also valid because again, at the end of the day, what you choose to put into your body is your choice, right? And whether it's holiday season or not, you still have that choice. And I think that it's really important that we do have some structure and responses that are ready to go because the holiday period is already overwhelming. I think that any time that you have to go and visit 
family can be a stressful time for a lot of people. There's so much time, effort and energy that goes into just the preparation side of things, let alone actually carrying out the day. You know, there was one Christmas for my partner and I where we had to drive to four different places within the state just to please everyone. And it's so stressful and so overwhelming that the additional added layers of body shaming and judgment are just totally, totally unwarranted. Now I'm kind of digressing here. So I want to bring it back to some strategies. So Another strategy is something quite simple in context, but actually living it out can be (laughs) a bit of a challenge. So that is if someone starts talking about dieting or weight loss or about your body, just try steering the conversation towards something a little bit more positive. Maybe you can ask them, you know, what they're reading or watching on Netflix at the moment or what their favorite traditional holiday thing is, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're not comfortable in the the conversation that's happening in your world, just try and alter it. Just try and steer that conversation in a different direction. And it's also really important to remember that you can walk away. If someone continues to make inappropriate comments after you've asked them to stop or after it's become glaringly obvious that, you know, you're not super comfortable and you keep changing it, then again, some people do struggle to pick up on very obvious social cues. Um, But it's perfectly acceptable to just remove yourself from the situation. You know, maybe that's the perfect opportunity for you to like run away and go get seconds if you want to. (laughs) Again, you don't owe anyone an explanation and your mental health always needs to be put first. You know, protecting ourselves from body shaming during the holidays isn't just about setting boundaries with others. It's also about setting boundaries with ourselves. Now, generally what tends to happen over the holiday period is, yeah, we do overindulge a little bit. We're catching up with people. We're catching up with family that we haven't seen in a while. You know, Nan has made her absolute delicious apple crumble pie that we never get to have unless it's Christmas time. And generally what happens when we do overindulge, particularly when we haven't had the best relationship with food, is that we can experience a lot of emotions that are to do with guilt and shame. And a lot of the time we tend to repress those emotions because we are human beings who do not necessarily like to uh, deal with (laughs) negative emotions. We think that they're bad for some reason. And I just really want to strongly urge you to understand that the feelings of guilt and shame during this period, during the holiday season, they are somewhat natural because we don't normally get to overindulge any other time of the year. So it's only natural that those emotions would come up for us. But it's really, really important to feel them, accept them. And just move beyond it. There's no need to sit there and dwell on it. There is no need for you to start thinking about how hard you're going to hit the gym the next day or think about news resolutions where you're going to start restricting your eating patterns and things like that. You just need to sit with that emotion of guilt and shame and just be like, you know what? I don't get to do this very often. I don't know when I'm going to have Nan's apple crumble pie again. 
and just accept it and move beyond it. Holidays are a time for celebration, not for self-criticism. And that's where the line tends to get blurred because we want to be able to indulge without the sense of guilt and without the sense of shame. But that's really, really hard to master, especially if you're someone who is experiencing guilt and shame outside of the holiday season. If your everyday life consists around a really negative relationship with food, it's only going to be exacerbated even further at a period of time like Christmas. But the aspect of learning not to criticize yourself is so hard because it's so hardwired, right? This podcast, we talk about all of the structures and systems that are in place to keep women small. And one of the things that keeps us small is also ourselves because we haven't learned to master the ability to not criticize ourselves. And that's really, really hard to do. It is so hard to do. I myself still struggle on a daily basis, even though I feel like majority of the time I do have a nice neutral relationship with my body. You know, it's not one end of the spectrum being super positive and one end of the spectrum being super negative. It's about finding that balance and being neutral about it. So if you can look at the Christmas period as a time where you do get to overindulge a little, but also look at it as a learning opportunity for you to listen to your body a little bit more and just see what feels right. If you don't want to eat a second plate of food, you don't have to. If you want to, you can. And that, again, is about tuning in and listening to your inner voice and those feelings, because you need to remember that you're more than your body. You are a person who does have thoughts, who does have feelings, who does have experiences that are worth celebrating. And Christmas is a time to celebrate. And no one has the right to make you feel otherwise. So there's a couple of strategies that I think can be useful for you to implement over the Christmas period. The first one being setting some boundaries and coming up with some responses for people's concerns around your body. And then obviously the boundaries that you set up with yourself. And the second one is being able to remove yourself from any kind of situation that makes you feel uncomfortable because everybody is absolutely worthy and everybody is worthy to celebrate Christmas. So I hope that these strategies can help you or form a little bit of a framework for you to utilize over the holiday period. And I look forward to getting on another episode next week. We're going to talk about some resolutions that you can implement for the 2024 new year that don't necessarily revolve around diet and exercise and diet culture and weight loss and all of that kind of (laughs) kind of stuff. Um, If you are interested, I am hosting a workshop on the 16th of December. So it's coming up very, very soon. New Year, True You, a workshop in authentic wellness. So this is a two hour online workshop where we will be looking at the eight dimensions of wellness and looking at key areas that you would like to focus on for 2024. If you're interested in joining us for the workshop, you can save your seat via my website, which is www.eftlaine.com. So www.eftlane.com 
or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. I am at eft.lane on there. I hope to see you in the workshop.